What's up, you guys? Um, my name is Terrence Suggs, and this um, and this recording we will be talking about the judicial, not the judicial, or the Congress and the power of the purse that the Congress have um, in the society that we have in the, um, in the United States of America. Um, so first things first, like, um, I was saying before, um, I'm sorry. Like I was saying before, um, the Congress, you know, is, is really needed, right? It's really needed because the Congress is really what is like, it's like metaphorically like a belt buckle, right? Like you put only way that a belt buckle can, I mean, a belt can be used correctly. If you put it in the hole, put it in the strap and it then it's tightened up. Congress is like that belt buckle because without the Congress, you cannot do anything. Um, so without, without using, uh, without the Congress, anything, nothing could be done. Right. So this whole thing of power to purse, right? Congress have the power to distribute how much money is needed or is, could be added into the um that could be added into the um into the world and the military and everything like that. Um so let's get into these questions. Um, to what extent does Congress play a role in domestic policy? To what extent does Congress play in foreign policy? Be sure to you. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that part, but in my opinion, um, in my opinion, um, they wouldn't use any policy with policies without the Congress. Um, and just that little part alone, what I meant by that. What what I mean by that is just the fact that, like I told you, that a whole analogy with the belt buckle thing, right? Without the Congress, you could not do anything, right? The Congress holds the power to let a policy pass through or not, which is correct, right? Any policy, any law, any bill, anything cannot be passed until the Congress approves it. Um, without the Congress being approved, nothing can go through, right? It's just like a railroad track, right? If you got everything, every piece of railroad track, every piece of railroad track, and then you missing one or two rail, uh, one or two, um, you missing one or two tracks, the track it will stop. And to keep that train keep moving, the Congress have to accept what um, the Congress have to accept. What has been, um, everybody have to accept that the Congress is needed. That's what I meant to say, right? This is the same example with Trump wanting to go to war. Uh, you can't go to war when you feel like, uh, when you feel, you can't just go to war when you feel like it, but you have to have some type of reason, right? So I say that to say, you can't just go to war because you feel like going to war, right? That's domestic. That's the um, domestic policies, and 
you you when what I mean by that is like you can't just go to war when you feel like it. You have to you go to war when a vote comes in or is needed or when they feel like the nation is in, is in danger. Right. You can't just go to war when you feel like it, because I feel like Trump in general was also just one of those people that was just looking towards himself, um, who was just looking towards himself, not looking at nobody else, which could really hurt uh, the United States as together. Um, I sometimes question domestic and foreign policies. So let me give you the definition of domestic po- domestic policies. And um, we got to talk about that from there, right? So domestic policies is a administrative decision that are directly related to all issues within a nation's borders, right? So, right, it's, and then the question came from to what extent does Congress play a role in domestic policies, right? From that definition and from the question that I'm trying to give out, right, in my opinion, uh, it wouldn't be no type of domestic policy that can even pass through if it wasn't because of the Congress, right? Because of the Congress and what do they have to offer to people, they was able to pass laws to help or harm the society, right? To help or harm the society. So we're going to talk about the same thing. We're going to talk about the same thing as in foreign policy, right? So we're going to talk about foreign policy and what the heck is foreign policy. I don't, I don't, some people don't understand what foreign policy is. Well, let me break it down to you, right? So basically like foreign policy, foreign policy is a government strategy and deal with other situations and other nations. So let's break that down now. Break it on down now. Let me break it down for y'all, right? So foreign policies, right, is treaties with other countries. Anything that's dealing with any other country, Russia, anywhere, uh, starved off, you know what I'm saying? For that to even happen, for that to even happen, y'all, you need to, you need the Congress. Foreign or domestic policies, no matter whatever you need, the either one of the branches cannot just shoot off and do what they want to do without any other request or other people to talk, to talk to or talk about, right? And what I mean by that, what I mean by that is just to say, like I told you, you need the Congress to survive in this country. You need the Congress. Without the Congress, it wouldn't be anything done in life. It wouldn't be anything done because the Congress is what's needed to be that kind of, I would say, that middleman or anything like something like that to really just give in, to really just give in and give the good things that the uh, the United States need in their society, right? So I spent enough time on that question. So let's describe the difference between mandatory and this. I don't even know how I say this word no more. Discretionary spending. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't even know how to say that word anymore. But mandatory spending is the spending that is required by a current law, and um. Discretionary spending is spending that this is spending the must be authorized. Oh my goodness, I cannot type. Um, discretionary spending is the spending that must be authorized by the government each year, right? 
So mandatory spending is what is needed. And this is when I'm talking about the power of the purse, right? The power of the purse. And the Congress has a big role in the power of the purse. Um, so mandatory spending is the spending that is needed in that certain law that you need to put into that law to make that law effective, right? To keep that law effective and keep that law moving, you need money to do it. You know, food stamps and, you know, anything else, any other law that is needed, people have, you have to put in money for that. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but that's what I kind of got from it, right? And discretionary hearing, I mean, spending is the spending that must be authorized by the government each year. Um, me saying that, I think discretionary hearing is just basically it's just like you you have to ask to spend that type of money, right? You can't just spend that money when you want to, right? So is is you kind of have to use like I'm gonna use an example by, by chance, right? Some examples is um the discretionary spending or like national defense um foreign aid education and transportation right those things are funded automatically and could be raised could be dropped because of um discretionary hearing i don't i'm sorry if i'm not saying that word right mr dropwell because I, I i just i'm sorry i'm not saying that word right but that's what it is, right? It is both. It's the national defense and foreign aid. Uh, it's national. The the example for discretionary spending. I mean, discretionary spending are national defense, foreign aid, education, and transportation. Things like that. Uh, things like that. You you need money for, and it could be raised or dropped depending on. It could be raised to drop depending on um, how good is it doing or how bad is it doing, right? So, like, description, uh, discretionary funds are kind of used for the amount of money that you can spend on things. But it's really not necessary, but it, it, it can be useful, right? So, just like, I'm going to say this, like, as a uh, definition for housing, right? They got Section 8 homes. The, they build them and they set off money aside. That's the discretionary spending. They sent the money off to uh, do a good purpose, but as well as it was money that was used in some type of law for people to live, right? That's 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 that whole thing, right? And just like that, that's what discretionary spending. So we're going to go and what's mandatory spending, right? What the heck is mandatory spending? So mandatory spending can be split it up in three different types, right? And I dug deep in my research, which is mandatory spending, discretionary spending, and interest and debt, right? But we ain't going to talk about that because that wasn't what my project was on. <clears throat> but some examples of mandatory spending is Social Security, Medicare, and Medica uh, Medicaid, things like underpoorment compensation, Retirement, retirement programs for federal employees, student loans, and deposit insurance. Those things are required by certain by spending. 
is mandatory spending is a government spending on certain programs that are required by law. You don't have a choice but to drop in money for that type of thing. That's what I'm saying. So let's make it clear because it was kind of jumbled up at first. Discretionary spending is used for discretionary spend. Discretionary spending is used for um. No, I'm sorry. Mandatory spending is used for a law, right? So we're going to say this right here. We're going to break it down. Break it on down. I'm break it on down, right? Because I was kind of messing up, right? Mandatory spending can be breaking up. It's, it's, it's between the laws. If I have a law for Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid to get this certain amount of money, by that law, the government has to keep keep putting that money in. That's mandatory spending. That is what has to be taken out, right? But we can go and we can talk about uh, discretionary spending, and some examples of that is foreign aid, education, transportation. These things are non-essential, but also you can is 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 used like. Is is it is a need, right? Like transportation is a need because we wouldn't be able to get to work. We wouldn't be able to do anything. National defense is not a need. Well, it kind of is a need, but it's kind of not a need at the same time. Foreign aid, education, things like that. People actually put in money, but it's not mandatory, right? That's not mandatory. It's a discretionary spending, right? So we're going to give this a one example that other people can go into. So it's like money you can spend on dining out or other necessities, but it's left over after you pay your essential bills. Your essential bills is like your mandatory um, spending. And the money that you have left over is your discretionary income. That's what that's that's the best way that I can break that down. Right. So if I'm spending money. I go out to eat or I do everything I'm supposed to do with the money that I got paid this month. I pay it off and I go pay my water bill. I pay everything else. So the money that I have left is the discretionary spending. And that's the income that I have to spend and spread it on whatever I need to do. Food, clothes, everything like that. Because I already took care of the essentials, which is the water and the lights and the electricity. Now the stuff that I have left over is mandatory spending and... I can start using that for other things, right? So just breaking that down because it seemed like I did jumble up a little bit. So I had to kind of spread that out correctly. Um so that's 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 was that is that's that is what is needed for, right? Those two and three things. So let me go ahead and give y'all a conclusion and just go ahead and just say this right here, right? So Without the Congress, we're just going to say this right here. Without the Congress, it is needed. The Congress is needed to pass any type of law, right? Thank God that we have the Congress that we have because with sometimes they do some bad. They have some bad bills or some bad things that's around. But at the same time, federal income, food stamps, everything, Medicaid, Medicare, Obamacare, everything that they have provided for us, save lives, food, Section 8, Home housing, putting clothes on people's backs, social security, helping out the need, helping out the special, uh, special gifted people that you know couldn't do it themselves, right? These things are needed, and those are called a what? 
those are called a discretionary spending because at the end of the day, no, that's called a mandatory spending because at the end of the day, that is something by law that they have to give, right? So Congress passed those laws to help out people and um, that's the domestic policy, by the way, because the domestic policy is the stuff that happens in the borders in, in the United States. The foreign policies is the treaties and everything else that we they was give they gave um, treaties and everything that they gave other countries, not people in the United States. So foreign is outside of the United States and domestics is inside the, uh, the United States. Right. So mandatory spending, discretionary spending. I'm going to go through it one more good time. Um, mandatory spending is something that you have to pay for by law. You have no choice. The government has no choice but to give you your money. Right. They have no choice. And the money that's left over, which is millions, is the discretionary spending, which they give. They give things like. They give things like, um, I'm sorry, they give things, they give things like transportation and education. Those are things that they spread out and they give out money to these other places that need it, right? Some things are not needed, like some things are not needed, but at the same time, education, financial aid, um, with us financial aid education everything else those are spread it apart and gave out you know what i'm saying just like that so with the congress like i said at the end uh at the beginning about the railroad the congress is what put that railroad in place to keep that train moving right they are that belt buckle to latch it together and to put it on and make sure that you're nice and secured and you're not sagging or anything like that that is what the domestic policy mandatory. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna jump them up. That is what the Congress is. That is what foreign policy is. And what does it do? What does it do? It's also domestic uh, policy. And what does that do? I gave examples for each. I also gave. Um, I also gave mandatory spending, and I gave. Um, discretionary spending, even though I don't think I'm saying that, that right, but I gave examples for those, everything like that, and I kind of cleared it up at the end. Thank you, Miss Tropos, for me to giving me the time to do everything I was supposed to do because I did have a kind of a crazy weekend, um, and you have a great Thanksgiving, or y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Y'all have a good day.